it goes. Go. Steven Spielberg hates Netflix. Thoughts? Speaking of trolls, <laughs> Steven Spielberg is a, trolls. Ne- is a Netflix troll. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Welcome to our episode. We've already been kind of talking about some stuff. Um, and now we've got movie news, which is Steven movie Spielberg news. hates Netflix and yeah. anything that's not um, his way or the highway. <laughs> which yeah. is kind of ridiculous. In my opinion, like, come on, you know right. how I feel about old directors. <laughs> like, change with the times, Spielberg. I don't understand what his complaint is. Like, he just is mad that like people can see movies on Netflix and it's uh-huh. nominated for an Oscar. Like, mm-hmm. why does that matter? Is he mad about the that like Netflix when they release Roma? It's well, yeah, on, on any movie that they put, say in theaters, and and it will play in one theater. Is that the workaround that if you have it playing in theaters, like if, if I made a movie and I had it in one theater, then I could be nominated for an Academy Award if it's that good. It would have to run for a certain amount of time. Okay. Like it, for example, one of the more famous stories about The Room is that Tommy Wiseau left it in theaters for the allotted time like he paid for it to be in theaters for enough time to be considered for the okay. awards which of course it wasn't going to be sure. but there there are those rules that like it has to be in a theater for however long mm-hmm. you know so netflix will do that to skirt that they'll, right. they'll release things into a limited release so that's like part of the reason he's upset is that they're or is he just upset in netflix in general that they're uh, making movies now i i kind of wonder if it's just this he has like a concern that movie theaters are going away or whatever, right. like an old school mentality of, you know, movie theaters and the way things were. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's what a lot of it is. Cause I don't know what his whole issue is, except that he doesn't no, like trying Netflix. to it's, find the like direct quote. It's of, like, not going to be, uh, we're not going to live in a world where Netflix owns everything. At least right. I don't think so. I mean, yeah, maybe years and years down the road, then maybe movie studios would partner with Netflix and uh-huh. whatnot. But I, I don't see I don't. I don't see Netflix as this big threat to movies industry. Right. I Plus, mean, movies are still making money at the box office. Right. You know, Black Panther made seven hundred million dollars domestically. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like movies are going away. Right. Movie theaters are going away. If this Netflix just took out like movie rental things, mm-hmm. but I don't really see it taking out movie theaters. Right. So I don't really know what the concern is. And there. I frankly, I just think that he needs to focus more time on original stuff and his old ways rather sure. than biopics that are so boring. Well, that's the argument that people make for Netflix is that they're giving it's just a further uh, avenue for art, for people mm-hmm. artistically or just for people to find movies. You know, there's nothing, there shouldn't be anything wrong with that. You can find anything for anybody on Netflix. Yeah, but that's, that's. I know that there's been a backlash against Netflix, Netflix for a long time. Like, whenever, before the Oscars, there was that article that said, you know, no matter what wins Best Picture, nobody wins. Because mm-hmm. if Roma wins, then everybody has to bow to Netflix. And which I, I don't know why we'd be bowing to Netflix. Right. Like, sorry, they made a good enough movie. <laughs> Apparently he's just trying to stop the streaming services from winning Oscars. Well, that's annoying but it seems like he's very much in the minority i mean i'm sure he i'm sure he's not the only person that feels this way but i know that there's a lot of filmmakers like ava duvernay who's speaking out against him Mm -hmm. saying you know so i i think he's not gonna win like he may be one of the biggest directors in the game but he's not gonna he he plans to propose a rule change that would bar films that debut on streaming services or have only limited exclusive run in theaters from contention for awards 
I don't know. Well, what's the yeah, difference? So like a, a Hulu original movie or a Netflix original movie? What's the difference? He's what saying makes that it they like... should be like nominated for Emmys because then they're made for TV movies. But it's not TV because it's not commercial. Like no. it's not. Uh huh. And they're they are still going to theaters. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like Manchester by the Sea was an Amazon, correct? Right. And he's saying that should be a, like a Emmy. Yeah, but nominee. that's ridiculous. Not an Oscar. Like, come on. It's still a movie, and it's still something that yeah. could run in a theater. Like, right. Plus, sometimes know. there are movies that are only on a limited engagement, whatever, for the Oscars, and probably are still considered and aren't on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So, I think it so makes the Oscars interesting too, with the various studios. I mean, you saw Netflix put kind of an end to HBO in terms of television. Because HBO was always, like, the dominant force. Right. Then you have, like, Netflix and Amazon Prime and Hulu kind of taking over. Well, who, that was big for Hulu to win in TV for Handmaids. Yeah. And then it's like, I don't have a problem with – I mean, I, I understand, but I look at Netflix as there's TV shows and there's movies. There's original TV shows on other services and then there's movies. So he's just trying to, like – put them all in one basket and be like, oh, no, those are for TV. I think he's just jealous because he knows that he can't do a good movie anymore. So he's just try being like, oh, man, if I get enough people like to not watch Netflix, then maybe they'll come to see my shit movie. <laughs> I don't think that's what it is. I, I think, think he can it. make a really good movie if he wanted to. He's probably just... yeah. He's just sitting at home, not just worried about it. <laughs> he's taking baths, and of cash. now he's he's, he's sitting at home. That's he spent too much time at home, and now like, he's turning into a troll. One wasn't terrible. I like yeah. Ready Player One. Yeah, I don't know. and it made money. He's fine. Ready Player, no. Did you see it? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Um, all right, moving on. So Indris Elba is going to be taking uh, Will Smith's place in Suicide yeah. Squad. That surprised apparently. me. I'm, I'm really surprised they didn't just get rid of it. It, like if you're not going to have know, Will Smith, so weird why like, do it? But but that. if you're going to replace Will Smith, Idris Elba is a pretty good get. Yeah, much better get in my opinion. Well, yeah, arguably. Plus, he was just in the Marvel universe and they killed him off, and now he's joining DC. So it's just kind of funny in a way, mm-hmm. you know. I'd like to. I think it'd be hilarious if James Gunn casts a lot casts a lot more former Marvel actors. Like supposedly Dave Bautista, he wants to play. He or James Gunn wants Dave Bautista to play a role. In the, mm. in the new movie also. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. So what are you going to do when the whole universe collides? Well, those are all... Are they going to have a day where DC and Marvel team up and then do like a big massive movie? I doubt it. Although supposedly there's going to be a Funko Pop movie and mm. they might have characters from DC and Marvel mm. interact. Oh my God. That's like Lego, but not. Yeah. Why? <laughs> exactly. So stupid. And then all these people are going to get on board with Funko Pop vinyls and they're going to ruin the ones that we want. Really strange yep. to it's do that bonkers. kind of movie. Yep. Whatever. Um, so does that mean that Idris Elba may not be the front runner to be James Bond? No, I'm sure it has nothing to do with that. I've heard rumors this week that the dude from Peaky Blinders was... Cillian did Murphy? you see that? Cillian Murphy? Yeah. However it was pronounced. I, I don't know if it's Cillian. fake news or what, but I've seen people sharing something about that. That he's going to be Bond? Yeah, and I was like, hmm. mm, really? I don't think it's going to be Idris Elba because as much as I love Idris Elba, he's also aging. You know, mm-hmm. and if they're, I imagine they're not going to want to hire somebody who's in his late 40s because I don't know. I just can't imagine yeah. they're going to because they're going to want to franchise, you know. That's true. Because th- Daniel Craig did four. Yeah. How old was he? He's got to be in his 40s. Right? Yeah, but he's almost done, you know. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
That's why the one that makes sense is uh, Richard Madden from Bodyguard. Yeah, yeah. I his agree makes with sense because he's kind of young. He didn't carry it for a while. Mm-hmm. But he's also kind of the same as Daniel Craig in terms of like he's kind of he's a muscular guy. Is he? He's good looking, isn't he? In I Bodyguard, thought he was kind I mean, of. He's not skinny. as muscular yeah. probably as Daniel Craig, but I feel like Idris Elba would be a nice change. Well, yeah, but I mean, they haven't really done different ever. Yeah, it's always been white men who are you know right. So Although, I think go, I think going young would be different because they're still usually like late thirties or forties, mm-hmm. but so having a younger one would be different. I guess I just like the change in character in terms of uh, like Daniel Craig was a huge change in, from Pierce Bronson. Like, yeah, he was more like blonde. Sure, <laughs> he was more muscular. He kind of brought that badass rugged. mentality. Yeah, he was more rugged. Uh, while Pierce Bronson was more like suave. Yeah, and I watched the movies back, and I'm like, I don't believe that he's James Bond. <laughs> sorry, Not I think, sorry. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, if it be if Idris Elba is does do it, that'd be fine. But just because he's in Suicide Squad two doesn't mean sure. he can't be James Bond. Yeah, I don't, know. <laughs> I don't have a lot to add. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to be talking a lot in these next three. Let's go for it. What's next? Because I have lost so many. Why opinions. I fall asleep? That's okay. What's up? Um, the Game of Thrones trailer oh, yeah. came out. I didn't watch pretty it. good. Oh, you didn't watch what? it? What? Like, oh. That was like several days. Because I'm a season behind. Oh, oh. that's fair. But I already yeah. know, like from the photos, who lives and who dies. Well, I know who lives. Sure. Like the four people that live. It's more than four. I mean, I don't know. I just know the four people, and then one of them is yeah. dating some Jonas Brothers. Or Jonas sure. Brothers. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Phoenix. Yep, Phoenix. Um, I still think there's surprises in the last season for you that you yeah, absolutely. won't be ready for. Also, it's... I'm even, gla- though you haven't, even though you've seen pictures. Well, I like, got yeah. rid of HBO, so I'm going <laughs> to have no, a hard time. you need time. to get that back, I man. Know. I'm glad they released a trailer, but honestly, it's the same with like Avengers... They don't need to release a trailer. No. We're all there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's weird that I was thinking the other day because just like there's been no like Star Wars leaks at all. Like, uh-huh. and we haven't gotten a trailer, which is kind of weird. Like nothing. Sure. And it's coming out in December. Like, no, no title like or there's nothing. Yeah. And there's no any leaks. No, I haven't sure. seen any pictures or like any, heard any very like rumors that are somewhat concrete. I'm like, what if they just didn't release anything? Like n- <laughs> no trailer. Mm-hmm. Nothing. What That'd if we be crazy. were all yeah. just going into the Star Wars movie in December, just totally blind? Well, I, I was think like, that would they be awesome. should freaking do mm-hmm. that. Like, that Mo- would be so cool. Mostly, I think there's just enough people in the general audience who just wouldn't even know it was coming, so that could hurt it. Mm-hmm. But if I bet they could be strategic in how they market at the movie. Without yeah, I mean, showing- like you still yeah. say, Star Wars is coming out. Like. Just no trailer, no film footage, like no one has any idea like right. mm-hmm. what the hell is happening. Not what to expect. Yeah. Like yeah. not even a title. Like yeah, you don't know awesome. the title until you're sitting your butt in the theater and then right. boom, it's on screen. Cool. Like, I just think that would be the coolest like movie mm-hmm. experience ever, even though that would drive me crazy. But like I don't like that would be so cool. Just like no, you don't see anything. Well, it's nothing. funny because you're kind of describing probably how it was when like the, the original movie came yeah. out. They had They're, trailers. Back they had then, right? trailers, sure, but not the internet and no. images yeah. being released. Like you got to be in front of the something. TV or like in another. Yeah. It's kind of like when I before I see horror movies, I almost like I love watching trailers, uh-huh. but I feel like sometimes it's ruined. Or in comedies, and in a lot of movies, a lot of those scenes are ruined for me. Like the sometimes movies 
to me, I'm like, oh, this is going to be so funny because the trailer's funny. And then all those jokes were in the trailer. Mm-hmm. All the good oh, jokes yeah, were yeah. in the trailer. And when and you've so, got, like, a really good idea of, like, what's happening. I mean, like, yeah. even with the Game of Thrones trailer, which was amazing, like, you can piece together some stuff and, like... You know, some people are alive that you didn't know where they stood at the end of last season. And like, there's just like enough to be like, okay, I kind of have like a sense of Uh direction Mm -hmm. a little bit. So I just, I mean, I think it would be so cool just to like go in with no earthy idea. And um, like they've been doing that in music, you know, like Beyonce will like drop an album like overnight Uh and then it's like, oh, whoa, we got a Beyonce album. Like that's cool. And like a lot of artists do that now where like no one knows what's coming. And then the next day there's like, huh, look, album. Cool. I feel like like somebody should do that with an, with a movie. I feel like Star Wars. That'd be cool. And JJ Abrams has been like kind of, it's like they almost do that, you know, with movies like 10 Cloverfield Lane. The marketing mm-hmm. didn't stop mm-hmm. until, or didn't start until like two months before and turned out really great. The Cloverfield Paradox w- was a really cool idea, although that failed. I guess, like that's, I guess that's an example of, yeah. of like they released a trailer and yeah. then it was out that day. Like, so that's yeah. a good example. But yeah, I mean, like everyone knows the Star Wars movie's coming. Like, you know what day it's sure. coming out. But like, and it's just such a big movie. It's like, do we need to know anything about it? Like, mm. we're all going to go see yeah. it. Like, who cares? I do envy the people who can't avoid that. I yeah. just have a hard time avoiding anything. Right. But if you can avoid all of that stuff, then right. that's great. And I kind of envy But that see, way. I even think that's like kind of crappy because it's like, you know, what's out there and you could see it if you wanted to. Sure. And like other people have seen it. Like, I would like the idea of just like no one has any access mm-hmm. to it yeah. whatsoever. Like the only people that know what's coming are the people that were involved in the making of the film right and then boom we're all in it together we all are finding out like the same thing at the same time like uh-huh. that would just be such a cool experience anyways <laughs> game of thrones trailer uh it's pretty exciting. it was pretty awesome i i've read some like pretty good theories <laughs> which i think are probably pretty spot on yeah um but i'm still super excited for yeah it. so april 9th 14th 19th 14th, oh man 19th. even sooner than i thought it's like cool. april 14th for some reason, I was thinking it was later, but I think I'm just thinking it's either the, the 14th or the 19th. Um, super excited! It's such Very a great excited. show. Um, yeah, and then HBO Finding Neverland. Uh, Chris and I both watched Finding Neverland. Oh, Leaving mm-hmm. Neverland! I was like or, Finding Neverland. Finding, I wrote down Finding jo- Neverland. Oh yeah, Leaving, leaving yeah. Neverland. <laughs> because and then Oprah had a special that was after Neverland. So I'm getting all the Neverlands confused. So yes, Leaving Neverland. But was which on. one's about Peter Pan? Um, none of them. Finding that, well, that's the Finding I was, I was kind of joking. Was that I, the Johnny Depp? That movie? was the Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah. Finding, yeah, I know. Leaving Neverland. Sorry, it was after a bad joke. Neverland. Never, Neverland. <laughs> never, Neverland. Uh, Chris, you finally just finished it last night. I did. I finished it a couple days ago. Um, that was an intense little documentary. It was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> My wife and I got in an argument about it. Why? Because Why? I was very bored. With the last episode, what? Because I just felt like it kept dragging, and so no. from a turn, I think I think the hard part for me was that it's four hours, so it's two parts, two hours each, and I felt like the meat of this whole thing came in the first episode, and then the last episode was interesting because it was focused more on how it's impacted mm-hmm. their life, all this abuse, but I just. I don't know. I I was saying that I just I felt like I wanted some type of like this is exactly what happened. Here's the proof. I like documentaries that give that, that mm-hmm. like like the Robert Durst thing. Did you ever watch that documentary? Yeah. 
where like, yeah, it was interesting. But then there was that moment where like, oh, he admitted to this. And then that no, was like didn't. when, well, he, it, well, in the bathroom, he said, I killed whatever. Maybe he was, he mumbled crazy, something but, yeah. that could have been construed as a confession, see, but it and, wasn't. See, really I fall victim to the documentary because <laughs> I was like, oh, he said this. And then, and, or, um, uh, what was another example I had? Oh, the R. Kelly documentary series. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. But the moment that I was like, this is so good is when you, cause it was hearsay and you have to just believe it or not. But then when that part at the, towards the end where the mother went to go find her daughter, mm-hmm. that was like the moment where I was like, there's the proof that like this brainwashing is happening. So it's difficult because in this, uh, leaving Neverland documentary, you have to take it for like, you have to basically say that these guys are telling the truth. There's no like, 100% proof yeah, we're never of anything. Gonna and know. so I just have to I have to think about that when I'm watching this. Is I'm not going to get that proof that I like. I mean, like, I don't feel like so. any documentary gives proof that, like, I don't think Making the Murder does that. And that was really well done. And I've mm-hmm. not seen the R. Kelly one, but those two girls the came out yesterday ever... saying, like, we're not brainwashed, we're not kidnapped, yeah. we love him, and we want to be with him. So, like, well, there's really, really no proof in that either. I feel like that, though, when the girl was, like, I don't know. Did it's... you ever see The Cove, though? No, no. That was what got me into documentaries, and that was like the proof of like the really whale or the dolphins, and that's yeah. like, I mean, that was completely different. But also, just uh, because two of the girls say we love him, we weren't brainwashed, doesn't mean other girls right. weren't right. It's right. the same as like, sure, maybe J- Michael Jackson didn't molest McCoy right, right. Culkin or Corey Feldman, mm-hmm. but he might have molested. Him. I mean, right. I just don't think there's any proof in any of those things. Sure. You have right. people claiming that this is what happened and that was their experience, but you're never gonna like have the accuser or the person being accused being like, yeah, they're absolutely right. I molested uh-huh. these mm-hmm. people, or yes, they're absolutely right. I brainwashed these people. So like, right. it's always gonna be he said versus she said. It's whether you believe you know one time uh-huh. or the other mm-hmm. so i don't know yeah i'm trying to be more like you sarah in terms of watching documentaries and then taking it on the surface for what it is yeah. and then doing the research and forming an opinion afterwards because yeah. a lot of times i'm like oh this is boring or oh this is great like i usually get animated i'm like oh this is the best documentary ever and I, how could this i just happen? think like and, in everything like that that you watch you have to go into it with a little bit of a critical eye and a little bit of like you know that the do- purpose of a documentary is to make you feel emotion or feel something about whatever the subject matter is because they want you to care about it mm-hmm. like because most documentaries are based off of like emotion it's like they want to tear at you mm-hmm. your heartstrings or make you question something or you know do whatever but like rarely is there a good documentary that's like covered all the bases and like you have both sides of everything Mm -hmm. but like i watched the after oprah special last night and the filmmaker was like because oprah asked him she's like you know all the jackson family denies that this happened like unequivocally michael was a good person like he would never touch a child like that why didn't you not get their side of the story Mm -hmm. and dan the the creator said well like it's not a story about them like it's a story about like these victims and like what they went through Mm. like he's not trying to like convict michael jackson with this documentary he's trying to share these guys stories Mm -hmm. so like i think it was like really powerful and compelling yeah in that way um but yeah like i mean it definitely doesn't like prove right anything because oh and i don't i don't debate that if you go read more it's just Mm -hmm. like okay well i mean the other side of the story is like people say well the fbi like sat there and investigated him for 10 straight years and they never found anything Mm -hmm. and like why did he undergo two trials and like he was never convicted even though people were like 
corroborating the stories of these two kids. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, there's there are two sides. Like, I don't. I'm not saying like I'm not going to say on this podcast if I who I believe or whatever. <laughs> but I think it was a really really well done documentary with like amazing. Their stories were very heartbreaking, and um, yeah, I think it's worth like going and doing more research mm-hmm. to like know the other side of it but well it did have i looked because i felt like i was it just kept dragging and i was like i want to see what it has on rotten tomatoes it has a 97 yeah on rotten tomatoes and yeah a lot of them obviously are fresh um the top <laughs> critics um but i sat there and i just felt like it 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 really i mean it, it's just their story yeah. i mean i wish that there was more because for four hours to devote my time and then it's literally just them talking yeah in their homes and then they have cutaways of like overheads of neverland and then they show like some old footage of michael jackson or them and so i just felt like yes it was a compelling story and i'm not saying it's bad documentary by any means i think i just went in thinking it was going to be there was going to be more there but it's really just like Mm -hmm. almost call it like a conversation i mean it's their experience like that's all it is i'm glad you said too that it's not like they're trying to convict them necessarily right and just tell their stories because mm-hmm. granted i mean i'm still not going to watch it because you know how i am about documentaries and stuff anyways mm-hmm. but uh one of the reasons i had a lack of interest in it was because i thought like honestly i kind of thought it was pretty well known that he probably was child yeah. Mole- yeah. he probably right. was molesting children and yeah he wasn't convicted but i mean we all kind of knew that he probably mm-hmm. was yeah so i didn't really understand if the documentary was trying to prove that but if they're not trying to convict it and just tell their stories that at least makes it you know, I mean, yeah. when you listen to the story, it's like, how can you not hate Michael Jackson? Like, because uh-huh. if you like, if you're a believer of these two men, um, you automatically are going to be like, what the heck? Like, right. what a terrible person! This it's guy pretty brutal, was. too. Like, the, what they're saying graphic. is very heavy, and yeah, I thought it was very well done, and I'm glad I watched it. Uh-huh. And um, it does make me like curious, like mm-hmm. more curious to, know, to like go back and because I mean I was alive during all this stuff, but mm-hmm. I don't remember it. But I mean I had a lot of questions after I watched it, like well what about this? What about this? What about the other two guys? And um, so yeah, like it kind of left me wanting a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought what they did with it with their two um, experiences, I especially like really the um, the non famous one, his story. Yeah, I forgot his name. James Safechuck. Yeah. So and then the other guy is a choreographer who choreographed for NSYNC mm-hmm. and Britney Spears. So it was interesting in that regard in terms of pop culture because I had no idea who yeah. this guy was. Yeah. Um, I just felt like I think that was also a problem of mine. The last episode, I felt like eighty-five to ninety percent of that last episode was just his story. Yeah. And but I felt like I kind of empathized more or sympathized more with the other guy who was just kind of like sits at home and so it, it, it is interesting in that regard because one of the stories is it's like the guy is now like sits at home and is, is he kind of became really depressed from it the other person went on to have like a, a pretty big career so it's interesting in that regard like how their past with michael jackson has kind of made them so if i look at that last episode it was more emotional like yeah well wade's so whole life's been kind of downhill yeah they've both suffered from a lot of depression and needed a lot of therapy Mm -hmm. so neither of them are like mentally fine it was nice though that it wasn't uh for people who've seen abducted in plain sight i mean it's nice to see that the parents weren't as crazy 
I guess, because then abducted in plain sight, those parents just like totally. I mean, the both sets of all the parents and that were just so complicit. Yeah. What happened? This one, you generally kind of felt like, especially one of the moms was like, no, I'm not going to have you stay in the same room. And then, but then that changed over time and whatever. He groomed them. Yeah. Um, Which is allegedly. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Allegedly. They're coming out with a. Another abducted in plain sight, I guess. Oh, wow. Like a sequel, which I don't really know. Yeah, what know. is that? Like, oh, they're going to well, find another case well, like no, that? No, no. Like, apparently they just filmed so much from that story that they could have made three documentaries, wow. what I read. It's like, wow. what else can you possibly add uh, to this no. banana's case? Like, there's just <laughs> well, that's, enough. And that's a documentary specifically that um, I don't think a lot of people knew about. And then all of a sudden, it was it was kind of like the get out effect where people started talking about Well, get out had marketing, okay. But... <laughs> I felt like get out the word of mouth helped mm-hmm. that spread. And I had not heard a thing. And I love documentaries about abducting in plain sight until one of my fraternity brothers had sent me a message on Facebook saying, oh, my gosh, this is the craziest thing ever. And then sure enough, I watched it and mm-hmm. I was sharing it. And a lot of people are sharing it. And people are like, oh, my gosh. And people are still yeah. talking about it. Like how there's all those memes. People always like pop up on my Facebook every week. that are like, I just watched this movie. What? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> So everyone has the same reaction to it, but it's funny that like it's still going. I know. Yeah. I know. Well, I mean, I think uh, leaving Neverland was well done. And Justin, I know you won't watch it, but nah. it's for people that like documentaries mm. and are interested in that sort of thing. Then plus, I'm not gonna be able to watch four hours of a story. No, what somebody it, really? See, I kids. had no problem with that. That's no, so, no, no, so no, no, surprising. It's about I can't. I could do four hours if it was a. A, a subject I'm interested in, oh. but like a story about, same with abducted in plain sight, yeah. yeah, about things happening to kids. I'm not going right. to emotionally or mentally. And that yes. was only an hour and a half, I believe. Yeah. Uh, abducted in plain it didn't sight, or maybe feel an like hour. Four hours to me. I don't. I don't know. See if, and maybe it's because I always started it at nine o'clock and it was the yeah. last thing you before bed, so I was really tired and I was like, oh. it did not feel like. And I, I think I was a little bit older too, so like I probably have more like interest in Michael Jackson than you did. Mm-hmm. Well, you're an old wise owl. That's what we <laughs> determined. The wise. Um, and then Justin and I saw Captain Marvel. Yay. Yay. How was it? It was really good. We both really liked it. Yeah. Um, but I. But it's it's a little. Uh, I don't want underwhelming is not a fair word. No. It's just as far as the grand scope of Marvel movies, it it's not original. One of the best. It's yeah. Just, you know, it's very it's it follows the formula. I mean, yeah. It's, you know. If 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 I was gonna rank all of the Marvel movies, which I obviously did do this, mm-hmm. it, it's f- somewhere in the middle. I would say it's like sixth, fifth, fifth. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like I haven't really super thought about it, but I think I liked the ones I know I liked more uh-huh. were were Civil War, sure. Black Panther, um, obviously most of the Avengers. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy and Guardians, the first one, not the second yeah. one. Right. I think but, I like the first. I like Captain Marvel better, and I like the second Garden. Yeah. Oh, I, I think I did too. I did too. Plus, it's like a tighter movie because Vol- yeah. Guardians Two feels drawn out. So that's one thing I'll give Captain Marvel is it's not a very long movie, which I appreciate it. So it was Marvel. two hours. Yeah, it was two hours and five minutes or something. I think. Yeah, something with preview, like that. With, with with credits, obviously, you know, something like that. I just like pacing wise, it was a little slow. You thought it was slow. Um, yeah, thought it was a little. I slow. I didn't think it was slow as much as there were just. I don't know. It's like I didn't. Maybe maybe it was just like things felt so familiar. I guess mm-hmm. is maybe what the problem was. It's yeah. like I just wasn't into a lot of stuff. Well, but. and then there was like some 
question on like what's Jude Law's character? Is he a right. bad guy or is he a good guy? And uh-huh. like I didn't feel like any of that was questionable. Like sure. it was all very obvious to me. Like yeah, which is again a very the plot thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just didn't feel. Yeah, you're right. Like I it felt like we weren't really seeing anything new. And I know like it's great because it's a woman superhero. Yeah. But like I didn't feel like this was like a well, look, here's a female superhero yeah. movie. It felt like, it was just like, oh, cool. This is Brie Larson. Like, sure. Neat. It's, it is surprising that there wasn't more of that, or at least something of like, uh, maybe everybody was underestimating her because she was a woman or yeah. something. But th- I didn't feel like, it was less that they were underestimating her and more that like I felt like characters were purposely trying to hold her back, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is similar, I don't know. Maybe that's still reflective of things. But, you know, with Wonder Woman... That was a lot more like everybody underestimated her because she was a woman, mm-hmm. especially in the time period that it came out in. But but yeah, I expected more and, and maybe that it was just my own like uh projections of what I expected as far as the female empowerment, you know, thing. But but at the same time I guess I appreciate that it wasn't too political. It was just about yeah. a woman superhero and mm-hmm. they weren't trying to call attention to it that way. I think for me it was like you don't really see her overcoming very much. Like she's yeah. supposed to be like oh, she gets back up and stands back up and she keeps going. Uh-huh. But, like, you really don't see her struggling that much or, like, no. needing much to overcome whatever trials yeah. and tribulations mm-hmm. she's going through. That's I, a good point. I think if we had seen her, like, kicked and beat down, like, a lot, then... Uh-huh. Which the previews did kind of make it feel yeah, like that's what it was going to be. Then maybe I would have felt, like, a little bit, like, <clears throat> look at her. She's so powerful. She She's overcome so much in her yeah. life. Like, and I did never get that sense in the movie. Like, yeah. I never felt like... It was oh, a very thin man. Layer. She just she just like powered through that tribulation and like uh-huh. look at how how she com- came out on top. Like there was never that like moment of like triumph. Yeah, in that whole movie because it, it felt more like it was about she's so powerful, but she's actually way more powerful, mm-hmm. and that's what it was. Was like mm-hmm. the level of power she has. I yeah. guess, which you know. Well, and like also, I think it's kind of sad. Like, and they, I think they could have had this moment where it's like, and they tried to a little bit, like where it's like, whoa, Brie Larson has just been unleashed, or sorry, Captain Marvel has <laughs> just been unleashed. Like, yeah, holy crap! Like now you're asking for it. Like it kind of came in chunks and yeah. like gradually. So like there wasn't that big like now you guys are in for it. Yeah. Like I think mm. they tried to do it, but it wasn't that great. Yeah, yeah. And they also I, had a really bad like. Guardians of the Galaxy, like try to put pop music in scenes, yeah, and it, it, was, d- it didn't work for me. There was, the sound mixing was it, just bad. It was like a half and half for me, where some because it took place in the nineties, mm-hmm. so there was a lot of nine good nineties soundtrack in it. But yeah, I agree. Like some stuff had it had that effect, and some didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, but if any uh, with the nineties setting, most of what I noticed was there were just a <laughs> lot of jokes about the technology in the nineties, like how long the internet took to mm-hmm. load, to load yeah. things up, you know, or she was going to, she, what she had to use to, she wasn't able to use Google. It was, what was it? Alta Vista or whatever yeah. it was that she was using She's to search. Like typing yeah. in ponchos, which was a Mexican or a bar or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there was a lot of jokes about the technology, but. And the pay phones. The pay phones. Was there any thing that helped set up, like were there any in-game Yes. Mentions or was it the end credit scene? It was that the helped? credit scene. Yeah, yeah. The mid the mid credit scene is a big setup to future. Well, how would you rank that in terms of the best ever? The oh, best credit credit? Yes, I think. Uh do you say that every year? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> it's tough. 
because the level of excitement I have for Endgame is so huge that this tease for Endgame in this movie just makes it that much better because mm-hmm. it's like I'm aching for Endgame. So this this scene being a tease for Endgame was like made it that much better, mm-hmm. you know. But um, she, I'm excited for her in the future mm-hmm. Avengers movies. Like I liked her as a character. Yeah. You know. She, yeah. And I think Brie Larson was okay. Like she was yeah. fine. I thought she was great. There were I there were a think, couple of dramatic yeah. surprisingly it was a couple of the dramatic moments where I was like oh something feels off here I don't know if it's her performance or the mm-hmm. writing or what it is but then when she was meant to be badass I thought she was pretty badass uh, yeah I, I agree with that yeah she I, she plays her very subtle like she she doesn't put a lot of personality into the role I don't feel like I mean she's a very confident character yeah you know and a little she's so a she smart has a sense Alec, of humor yeah because she's kind of a smart ass but. But I, but there was I liked nothing that. like quirky about her performance. Like it was sure. all just kind of like middle of the road. I th- yeah, I think even I, when she was like being a smart aleck, like yeah. I, it was just kind of like sly and like under, you uh-huh. know, like subtle. I don't know. It's gonna be. I think it Subtext. makes for a good personality to have in the future Avengers stuff because she's gonna clash with people. I don't yeah. feel like she's gonna take. If somebody's trying to give her orders, I can't see her taking orders very well. Also, you know? like, does she age? Like, is she capable of aging? Uh, well, I think that's the one of the tricky things. Like. Who knows how, I mean, she was in space for so long. Who knows whatever time, whatever Mm -hmm. things she went through. Or maybe she has all this power that it doesn't allow her to age. age. Mm -hmm. I'd be curious to know if she ages at all. Because, like, in the end credit scene, it's a time jump and she doesn't look any different than she did. And it's supposed to be, like, 20 years. More than that. More than that, I guess. Like, 22, 23. What year was it? 95. 95, yeah. I can't add in my head. <laughs> 25 years. Yeah. Something like that. I wish you could tell me what happens. No, you should have gone to see it. Yeah. This you chose not to. This isn't like. You chose to watch Michael Jackson. This isn't like the Infinity War where it's like, okay, we have to talk about all these things that would be spoilers. You know, it's not, I don't, it's not one of those things for the podcast where I feel like we need to spoil stuff. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. I loved the de-aged Samuel L. Jackson. It was cool to see him in a bigger role. Yeah, so I I don't think I paid too much attention to like how they did that. Did they put the green dots on his face and like Probably. do it that way? I like think how so. is that how they filmed him the entire time? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I I didn't even notice it. Like I Yeah, it looked I good. really didn't even like pay attention. He, to me it was just Samuel L. Jackson. Right. Like I didn't even like think about, oh well, he's they're trying to make him younger. Yeah, Colson so. had a smaller part, but I thought his was more obvious for some reason. Maybe because yeah. they gave him more hair or something. I don't whatever, know. But they honestly, if if I really like went back and compared, I'd probably notice the difference. Sure. But like, mm-hmm. I just didn't even like pay attention to that when I was watching. <laughs> yeah. it. But I thought like it had Ragnarok like comedy in it. Yeah. And it almost kind of felt more like the first Iron Man a little bit. Like, yeah, like a with like uh, it's like half that and half Guardians or something. Yeah, for sure. But I liked it. I liked it, yeah. I liked it. I just, I kind of went into it hoping it would be better. Yeah. But I liked her character enough that I think that they could do, that she's going to be great in an Avengers movie, mm-hmm. you know. But, yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, that kind of brings us to uh main topic, which is, hey, it's International Women's Day. Go women. Yeah. And Brie Larson was in this awesome superhero movie. So we're going to talk what about. What movie was that? Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, Chris. <laughs> Where were you the last ten minutes? Where we just talked about it? Superhero movies. I just like. Did you just fall zone asleep? Out. Yeah. What What do you like? <laughs> um, don't like finding never or find. Why do I keep calling it? I like. You don't like ne- leaving Neverland. You don't like. Um, I don't like old director Captain Marvel. You don't like Steven Spielberg. You don't like Game of Thrones. I love Game of Thrones. He loves Bravo. I just, 
I love Bravo. You don't like Game of Thrones trailers. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like documentaries. Do you like that are well made? Do you like badass women in movies? Of course I do. Okay. Like who? <laughs> no, that's like, our main topic. That's our main topic. Oh, so we're okay. talking cool. about badass so you women. Just said yeah. no. Uh, well, because I had to explain why we're talking about that. So badass women, people that kick butt. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Go and go. The women of Black Panther. Yeah, good one. Oh, that yeah. is a good. I one. I mean, that's kind of an easy one, but. Well, I mean, I wrote it down too. I was yeah, so it's fine. I d- I just said the entire cast of that's a movie because I rewatched it not long ago. I'm a little mad that nobody said Happy International Women's Day to me. Happy Happy Women's, Women's National no, International <laughs> Sarah, for me, every day is international. Yes. Yeah, you guys are both like you're both allies. You're yeah. both champion of women. Yeah, and I appreciate that. <laughs> Sorry. Good. I'm Thanks. glad. Sorry. So. I continue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I that's black- like the nicest thing Sarah's ever said to me. One of yeah, yeah. I have my moments. She was credit you're, crediting you for being a I guess a feminist is like the most compliment she's ever given. Yeah, you. it is. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, yeah, Black Panther. I kind of because I rewatched it not long ago before the Oscars, and that movie I feel like I liked all of the supporting cast yeah. a lot more than Black Panther himself. Mm-hmm. Like Michael B. Jordan, but also all the women. So good choice. I agree. D- 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 besides, uh, Danae, 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 yeah, Danae, Guerrera. Danae Guerrera. That's well, right. Lupita Nyong'o. Did she fight? Like I was trying to remember yeah. fight scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When was she fight? Oh, she, she fought in the casino. She fought scene. the casino. Well, she fought at the end too, and a little bit at the end. I don't she, feel like they focused on her very much at the no, end. No, but I just meant as a. But yeah, even no, Shuri like, I, agree. A I was just trying to remember there. like who all the yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then his sister was yeah. pretty cool too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What else? Um, Rooney Mara. Like Elizabeth Salander? Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh. I wrote that down too because I also, like, Numi Rapace yeah. in the original trilogy is also hers. a great one character. I've only seen the first two of hers, but... Or in Prometheus. And, think, and in Prometheus. I think I've only seen, like, the, how many did Rooney Mara do? with Just one. Just Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the only thing I've yeah. seen. Which is annoying because I, read the I books. really like that one. I read. Uh, <laughs> I don't read. They they had a, they had a new one recently that Claire Foy did, but I never saw it. I don't know. But I heard it wasn't. Oh great. yeah, I yeah. Do remember that. Th- but yeah, I like that was Claire like Foy. last year that came out. Uh-huh. Weird. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Uma Thurman, Kill Bill. Yeah. Kill Bill. That's, that's I number have one on my list. Is that number one? Yes. I didn't. I had to rank them like in my head because I just wrote it very scattered. But you know. I did too. I just lo- I think Kill Bill's got to be in my top ten or something. I I do love. Kill I've Bill. seen it so many times uh-huh. and it never gets old. And yeah, like she's not the only badass woman in that movie. Like right, all of them are fighters. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll never so. forget. So I want to go back and watch them because I only remember a little bit. But I remember the second one when she got like buried. Mm-hmm. That was always like yeah. traumatizing to me. <laughs> yes. Because apparently people want to bury me alive. Sure. And cut off Always. your penis. Yes. Are oh, those your, your two biggest fears? Remember? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. I, like, oh, I wow. Sarah, way to go. You said that's your biggest nightmare. Thank you. Somebody and doing that to you. I think if a shark ate off my penis <laughs> and then buried, <laughs> and buried me alive. In its belly. <laughs> and it's bar- Yeah. There you go. That's my three biggest fears. Yeah. That would suck. Yeah. <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> For multiple reasons. <laughs> 
I I think my number one is almost just a general like Charlize Theron in whatever she does mm-hmm. because okay. her and Mad Max and then yeah. Atomic Blonde, which mm-hmm. was a pretty yeah. and Atomic Blonde, it's not even like a great movie. I do really like it, but I think that she the action sequences that she pulls off in both of those movies are pretty incredible. She gets beat up. She gets in that beat movie. up. Yeah, and that's and and she yeah I don't know really great. Mm-hmm. A lot of the action scenes in Atomic Blonde are really cool. Yeah. I agree with that, but I didn't like that movie that much. No, but yeah, I mean, I liked it, but just she in that movie is kind of, and the action sequences. She's very strong. Yeah. That's like her essence is what I wish Captain Marvel had, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which if they would have made this movie like 10 years ago, Charlize Theron probably would have been, I mean, I think she would have been great for it now, you know, but. Mm -hmm. I guess they were trying to get Emily Blunt to be. Brie really Larson's character. Mm. Yeah. Captain Marvel, whatever. I, which I put yeah. her down. Uh, oh, I didn't even write her down, but Edge, Edge of Tomorrow. Tomorrow. She's yeah. so good. I, I love that movie. Justin and I both love that I movie. I love that movie so much. It's I so almost, great. I almost chose it for our movie night. Yeah, I know. I would not be sad about that. Yeah. <laughs> I could watch that movie. But yeah. she is, she's really badass. And I'm really surprised and also disappointed that she hasn't had more stuff like that mm-hmm. since then. I know that she's been rumored for a lot of stuff like Captain Marvel. She, she does like, like... Well, I mean, Sicario a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. she does play like soldier. Sure. Or cop or whatever really well. Yeah. 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 It's a good she one. could be like a female Jason Bourne. Yeah. Yeah. T- absolutely. Yeah. I think that she'll do, I guarantee you she'll be in a superhero movie one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I know that a lot of people have done like fan casting as with her and John Krasinski as uh, two of the Fantastic Four, which would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. I don't really like Fantastic Four enough. But John Krasinski was in talks to be Captain America. He even tried the suit on. Yeah. And then he did yeah. not get it. And he didn't get it. Um, he wasn't buff enough. He's, I think he's, I know. He's, he's he, well, he is now, but buffer. back then. Yeah, back oh. then he probably wasn't. Um, yeah, Office John Krasinski definitely would have been hard to yeah. see. That. Sarah Connor from Terminator 2. Yeah, she was good. Which I appreciate her role because it was such a, a such a difference from her her role in the first movie. Because in the first movie, she very much is like the victim and not a very like she's not a fighter. And then the next one, she's a completely different person. Yeah, and I mm-hmm. think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I forgot about that, but yes, yeah, agreed. I have um, mine are like newer movies. I should have put Sarah Connor. I put like I put Tomb Raider. Yeah. Um, Angelina Jolie was fine, but I actually did end up watching the one with Alicia Vikander oh, yeah, yeah. and I really mm-hmm. liked it. I didn't I, I, really like it, but I, I liked her in it. I had, I have problems with that movie, but it's fun. And I yeah. like, I do, I agree. I like her in the movie yeah. a lot. I don't, I don't like the noises she make every time she had to jump <laughs> yeah. or like get kicked. Cause she's always like, ah! like she had this yeah. like high pitched squeal uh-huh. and I was like, Oh God. Um, but I, I don't know. She seemed like somebody who could. You know, take a punch. Yeah. Um, I put Kick Ass because I really liked uh, Hit, uh, Hit, Hit Girl. Girl. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, God, what's the actress's name? Chloe Grace Chloe Moretz. Grace Moretz. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she was really funny in that, and like obviously the one who was like holding shit together. Right. I always get her confused with Abigail Breslin. I think. Oh, or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. The Little Miss Sunshine, yeah. isn't that yeah, Abigail? Yeah. 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 I don't know why. Um, Similar facial features. Yeah. Obviously. Well, I put Black Widow in the Avengers movies. Yeah. Even though it's not her movie. Mm-hmm. I think she's a standout. She is. She, but them. she is getting her own. Yes, she is getting her own. I think next year maybe it'll come out. Mm-hmm. I can't. I don't know. Maybe they don't have an actual release date yet. Katniss. Yeah. Uh-huh. Good one. Um, And then Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. They had oh, yeah. two. Michelle Yao in that yeah. movie. And then the <laughs> other lady whose name I can't say. Zing. Yeah. I'm sorry yeah, for yeah. betraying that. But she I was used to know awesome. It. She like has that whole scene where like she... 
fights a guy like drinking tea one handed. Yeah. Oh, I remember awesome. that. Yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> that was so I like iconic years. as a kid because I was maybe I was a young teen at uh-huh. that point. But yeah, I was like, oh my gosh. I think Vikings I just like cool. I like women with swords. Yeah. yeah, those are my favorite. Like Kill Bill, they had yeah. sword, they had katanas, and uh-huh. <laughs> Crouching Tiger and Dragon, they had katanas. Yeah. <laughs> I really liked Denai Carrera and Walking Dead because she like sure. uses the swords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. More women with swords. <laughs> I, I, I support that. <laughs> I like women in kung fu movies. Yeah, or any kind of fighting movie. I, I guess not really kung fu because they weren't. Kung Fu Crouching fighting. Tiger and then The Matrix. I feel like we're just two of those movies oh, too, yeah, where, the where the action scenes were so yes. replicated yeah. so many times. The Matrix has one of the greatest like badass woman intros, and then she just kind of becomes and a love interest. She doesn't yeah. do anything yeah. after that. Well, exactly. He it's does such all a the fighting the rest of the yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. She has like a scene with him where they have the they shoot out all the cops or whatever mm-hmm. whatever they're doing, but she just becomes Trinity. essentially a love interest. Yes. Yeah. it was such a badass intro. I know she was so much cooler than him, and yeah. then all of a sudden she just takes a back seat. Exactly. There to support yeah. his like being the one dream, whatever. <laughs> the only other like really big one. I mean, I wrote down. I did write down Wonder Woman because yeah. it's become iconic in its own right. But also Ripley, Sigourney Weaver's yes. character in the yeah. Alien franchise is, mm-hmm. is pretty iconic. Mm-hmm. Then there's like actresses like Mila Jovovich who can be badass, or like you said, Angelina Jolie is a good one. Or salt. She did salt. She too. did salt, and she also did that other one with uh, the guy. Well, oh, James McAvoy. Yeah, wanted. Wanted. Yeah. Yeah, but then uh, also like Lucy Lawless can be such a badass, mm-hmm. you know, as Zena and stuff. So there's actresses who can do it, but I just yeah. feel like outside of I guess Zena, to me, a lot they haven't had the right role to be very like, yeah, you know, to leave a mark. Uh, iconic. Allie in A Star Is Born, she punched no. a guy in a bar. God, we were gonna get through this whole podcast <laughs> without even mentioning podcast. that movie. <laughs> it would have been the first time since like August. Dang it, Chris! Sorry, you ruined it. Ugh. Also, Mulan. Yeah, yeah. I had an yeah. I had swords, swords. Yes. More women with swords. <laughs> yeah. I did have a, I did have a cartoon in my head. Brave. No, it wasn't brave. Um, gosh, what was Frozen. it? Frozen. I don't remember now. There was like a good woman character like, yeah. in a cartoon movie, and I was like thinking about it, but then I didn't write it down. Whatever. Hey Arnold. Um, <laughs> Helga. <laughs> I don't know. What? Helga. No, I don't. No it's idea. interesting that we have had these iconic female roles in old action movies but yet for some reason it's like why didn't that carry on Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like we had ripley in the alien movies and we had sarah connor but it feels like and those were huge successes it's like why don't we why didn't we have more in those times like why does it seem like in the last few years there's been a good bump in this stuff or i guess outside of angelina jolie but i mm -hmm. guess men were throwing fits about it and maybe giving bad scores on rotten tomatoes (laughs) to sarah (laughs) connor and Just through word of mouth. It's yeah. Courtney Weaver. Yeah. Nope. They can only play characters like Old Verboard, Goldie Hawn. Yeah. <laughs> they can't. They can't fight. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't. I know female superhero movies bombed so hard years ago. Like so what? That's what were like there? Electra? And oh Catwoman. yeah. Those were bad though. And then Charlize Theron had whatever it's however it's pronounced, but Aeon Flux. Eon Flux was mm. like a sci-fi movie. I mean, but. I think that was just a sign of the times because like those movies were just those mid two thousands. Yeah. Because like even Anne Hathaway and Christopher Nolan, like as Catwoman wasn't that bad. Like she was uh, fine. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, totally. So yeah, I just they just didn't do I think I think it could work now. Like yeah. if you did yeah. like a darker Electra now or like Sure. I don't know about Catwoman. But Michelle Pfeiffer did her and she was like yeah. great. Her 
portrayal. As a supporter, even yeah. though she wasn't like at the at the, yeah. the front and center. But I, I mean, yeah, I think she was pretty badass. Mm-hmm. I think that was just the excuse for so long of like, well, you know, Electra and Catwoman were such bombs that mm-hmm. people don't want to see those movies. It's like, no, it's because you made a bad movie, yeah. right? Well, and then exactly. like, I mean, yes, they are all supporting characters. Like, I'm even thinking of a, like um, Michelle Pfeiffer when she did, she was Aquaman's. Wait, was that Michelle? Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer, right? No, Nicole Kidman. Oh, Nicole Kidman. Nicole yeah. Kidman was Aquaman's mom, and like uh-huh. she had that awesome fight scene. Yeah, so it's like. I, I would have liked to see more of that character. Absolutely. I don't know that she would have held her own film, but. Uh, another person I want to make mention, because I just rewatched the newest Mission Impossible Mission Impossible when I was out sick, mm-hmm. but Rebecca Ferguson's character yeah. in those movies. Yeah. Pretty badass. I know. And I, I think like you could do a whole movie with just her. Absolutely. So whatever. Women are cool. Women are pretty badass. Power yeah. to the women. <laughs> Power to the women. I'm sure we're More getting... women in swords. Yeah. Yes. More women in swords. I'm sure we'll get with we'll get swords. women hashtag with women swords, swords. <laughs> women with swords. I'm sure we're at, we're at a good age now, like where we're gonna have a lot more women, you know, mm-hmm. in these badass roles. We need to see more of it. Yeah, it's it's fun. Yeah, I think we're at a good time. Yeah. I'm happy I have a daughter who is growing up mm-hmm. in this time now to yeah. have these kind of role models. Yeah, well said. Agree. Thanks. <laughs> see, he's being an ally again. Do we have anything, yeah. any screams or screens before we? Am finish? I being an ally or an ally? Oh, good no. lord! My oh. screaming this week is for Chris to never talk about <laughs> Stars Born again. Okay, I me don't, too. I don't think <laughs> I have a. I, yeah. Screen it is leaving Neverland. I thought that was sure. worth watching. Um, I binged the Umbrella Academy. Oh like, yeah, I how was that? It, and I, I was really, curious really about it. that. Ellen really Page. It. It's Ellen yeah. Page. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I really liked it. I. Finished well, since I was out sick yesterday. What I do you compare that episodes. to? It's like a quirky, oh, like X Men. Yeah, like mm-hmm. like a yeah 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 like uh, I'd say like kind of an X Men. Like it's, a X Men slash like Miss Pentagreen's children sort home of for yeah. peculiar kids with like movie. a with like kick ass elements even like yeah. it's sort of in that realm of like because it's just kind of weird or I would almost say it's like a series of unfortunate events yeah. tone but with yeah. superhero characters mm-hmm. because yeah. it's set sort of in a even though it's supposed to be modern day. It's not modern day technology, so nobody has cell phones, and it's a really interesting. I really, really enjoyed it. There's a character who's a 58 year old man, but he's in a child's body, and that, <laughs> that actor mm, nice. like really That's nails awesome. it for being yeah. like a 13 year old kid. Just really nails it. It's cool. All right, I was curi- uh, I was very curious about that show. Screen it. I know I'm late to the game, but uh, second season of Ozark, I finished over the weekend. And I really liked it. It's good. I like Ozark a lot. And I thought it was hilarious. I don't know why I find it so cool, but in one of the episodes, they mentioned the Kansas City Star. And I was mm-hmm. like, that'd be really cool to be working that right now. <laughs> and then be like, like if they said our news station, uh-huh. I'd be like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Like well, the that closest, was like the House of Cards, right? I was going to say that that's the closest we've ever come, I guess, uh, should, should, the movie, showed our logo. In the movie Pop Star, Gary Lezak is in the background somewhere. What? what? Yeah, they. I, I don't know if they ever make mention that like they're in Kansas City or something, but there is a scene where you see Gary Lezak in the background. Like, Has anybody told him this? Man, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's how I, I learned about it before I saw the movie because they were talking about it here. Huh. That's and crazy. I think, I think it's him and Mark Clegg, and I don't think it's Krista. I think it might have been whoever was, was before. Elizabeth Krista. Alex? I have no idea. Probably. Wait, sure. they were in Kansas City in the movie? I guess. I don't know if they ever mentioned that they're in Kansas City, though. They were just using okay. that in the background, which I thought mm-hmm. was kind of cool. Yeah. Well, also worth mentioning is uh, Queer Eye is going to come out next week. Yes. So put cool, that on cool, your cool. calendar. That's the one thing. There's always something that comes out when I go on vacation. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, because Stranger Things too. Yeah. Yes. Like, and I'm like, right. I mean, it just sucks. I mean, it gives us something to watch because we're going to Dallas. Yeah. So, like, in our room. Then Just take we turns watch. driving. And it'd be <laughs> weird, though, to, like, watch 
Like, I feel like if we start Queer Eye, which we probably will, to start watching that in Dallas when it's about Kansas City nah, and I live in Kansas City. That's not weird. Why would that I'm, be weird? I don't know. I want to, like, watch it when I'm here. Why? Because I want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> What's that line from? I want to go to Yeah. Just, Alrighty. Like, visit all the spots as you watch it. Yeah. The, I have to shows. watch it in front of this place. Yes. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, uh, that was fun. Happy International Women's Day to Women. Yeah. Yes. Um, and we'll be back. I hope. <laughs> <laughs>